faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Join Oluwaseyi Mike Bamiboye as he offers practical and pragmatic insight into the wisdom of God's word needed for the enjoyment of the blessing and spur you into operating skillfully in God's word in every area of your life, relationship, career, and business. Good day to you, dear friends, and how are you? In few minutes, I'd like to share something powerful with you. You may recall that about two weeks ago, the episode we had an episode that talked about how you can make your confessions potent as though God speaks. However, today I will help you understand how that weeds or people can plant weeds in your life, and the effect of those weeds through the words of your mouth can frustrate or hinder the operations of the things you are confessing with your mouth, such that word. What people are saying, the gossips of people have an effect on the things you are professing over your life. Now, sometimes the things people say could be legitimate based on certain errors you committed or certain mistakes you made because you are human. Other times, they may be unjustified in the real sense of it. But however, whether justified or unjustified, it is important that you as a believer understand the effect of those things and how to exempt yourself from your oppressions because they can bind you and they can frustrate what you are speaking over your life. So it has been my belief that after this episode, you will not just take things lightly when they happen. You might have had occasions where God might have even showed you a dream where you probably saw people talking about you negatively. And you begin to ask yourself, or you should ask yourself, why is it so important that God had to make me aware that I was being gossiped about? Is God also gossiping? Or could it have an effect that God uh, desires that I exercise the right knowledge to excuse myself from your oppression? If, now, if you open your Bible to the book of Job chapter 5 verse 21, the Bible says, I will deliver you from the scourge of the tongue that is the negative effect of the tongue. Now, another version of the Bible says, I will deliver you from vicious gossip. You know, I used to wonder uh, why God would show me what people were saying and all that. Until I came to an understanding of those relevant portions of the scripture, how that what people say against you can bind you or be an hindrance in the way of what you are saying or confessing or believing over your life. Now, uh, if you go to the book of Ezra, the book of Ezra is steeped to be one of the good books of the scriptures that helps us understand the relationship between God working and man working. So it's a good book for you to understand how to work and your role in the operations of what God is doing in your life. But if you read the book of Ezra chapter 4, starting from chapter 1, in fact, the Bible makes us understand the way the building of the, the rebuilding of the temple commenced by the decree of Cyrus through the instruction and the steering of God. Now the people began to build. But if you get to chapter 4, the Bible makes us understand the word. A certain group of people, enemies of the Jews, enemies of the Jews came up and brought up an accusation against them. And then they wrote a letter to the king. Afterwards, we saw in verse 24 of that scripture, the 304, 
that the building of that temple ceased for about two decades because we saw the word Cyrus started, Cyrus gave the decree. Artaxerxes was the king in, in power when the people brought that accusation. It was not until the second year of the reign of Darius, or Darius that a temple, they commenced the rebuilding of the temple. Now, and I'm going to show you shortly how the word, the words of the people were so strong that it in that what God himself wanted, what God himself desired, what God himself wished would happen to his people. But the power of the tongues and the accusations of people stilled it for a period of time, even though it couldn't frustrate it when there was a suspension. And in the same way, there could be suspensions over the operations of your life. If you did not know, if you did not know how to take care of such negative gossips in the spirit, because words are weapons. Words can be wielded for good and also can be wielded for bad. Now, in that scripture in Ezra chapter 4, the Bible makes us understand that word after they made that accusation against them, they brought out records. But the Jews did not keep quiet. What they did in response was that they also brought out records. Now, what are the records over your life? Now, when the, when the enemy is speaking against your life, and understand this, that the Satan will not speak against you without using people upon the face of the heart. The Bible makes us understand that word, only by the witnesses of two or three witnesses shall a person be convicted. Now, the Bible makes us understand that word, there must be witnesses to say things against the man. Now, the Bible calls the devil the accuser of the brethren. So if the devil will accuse people before God, having understood the fact that word, these accusations will must be between humans for it to be potent in the realm of this, because nothing happens in that realm without the operation of man being involved. So what happens is the word, Satan makes people speak against you, or sometimes you fall into errors and then Satan gets agreed to make people speak against you or say words against you. And that is why you need to understand this. Now, like I said, in Ezra chapter 4, the accusation was made. In Ezra, we saw later that the word, the people also responded by bringing out a letter, a decree that had been made in the time of Cyrus. And that is the same way when such accusations or accusations of God brings you into an understanding of the fact that word accusations are going on over your life. This is what you do. First, Psalms 31 verse 5 makes us know that's not what I would commit my spirit to God. Now, you might be emotional at such times because they might even come from people you least expect. Sometimes the people even accusing you might not even know that they are doing you harm or they are destroying your destiny or they are creating gaps in the pathway of your life. They might not even know. But you must know because you own your life and you have a digital life. Now, what you simply do is word, commit your spirit to God. Commit your soul to God. First, having done that, and having done that, having committed your soul to God, the next is the word, you also bring out your records. And what are the records? And the Bible makes us understand in Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 that Christ blotted out every handwriting. That wages legal demands against you. So they are legal handwritings, but Christ already made provisions for that. 
If you also go to the book of Romans chapter 8, right, right from verse 30 down to 34, thereabout, the Bible makes us understand that them who he predestinated, he called. Them he will call, he justified. Them who he justified, he qualified. He said, who then shall be against us? If God be with us, he said, who then, who then, who then shall be against us? And then he went for that to say the word, who will lay a charge against the Lord's effect, against the Lord's elect? Now, the lawyers understand the fact that the word a charge is an instrument of prosecution in the court of law. And that is the same way every charge, gossips, wrong words used against you, they're like charges, they're like charge sheets in the court of law against you. You need to raise up a defense or else you can be convicted because you have no defense. Now, what then is your defense? You get into the place of the word, you get into the place of prayer, and then you begin to plead your righteousness in Christ. That word, no one can lay a charge against you. I am judged by no one. Every accusation has been blotted out through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, what you are doing is the word, you are putting a shield, you are raising a defense in the court of law. Now, when these are unjustified, God simply removes the effect of the words that people are speaking so it has no effect on you so but when they are justified what god does is first god also still removes the effect because you have pleaded mercy as one within a court of law and scripture says mercy triumphs over judgment but the next thing god does will not just because god does not suffer an unrighteousness to go on now for you as a person even when it is justified that the people really spoke words based on something you did Simply all you need to do after that has happened, God will exempt you from the oppression of those vicious words, those vicious gossips, because mercy triumphs over judgment. So you should have judgment, but mercy speaks, the blood of Jesus speaks to exempt you from that oppression. But God will not stop there. God then chastises you. So it opens your eyes to what you did wrong, which made them speak those words. Because the scripture also says the word, there is no cost, there is no curse that is costless. Meaning the word, nothing can rest on you except there is a curse. So in two ways, whether they are speaking against you in a justified way or unjustifiably, you still need to plead your cross, you still need to plead your curse by resting on the finished work of Jesus Christ that liberated you from every land writing. That is why in Isaiah chapter 54, the Bible says the word, Every tongue that shall rise against you, thou shalt condemn. King James Version says, thou shalt show it to be wrong. So when you are pleading your righteousness in Christ, that you cannot be judged, you are not judged by no one, that word, there is no charge that can be laid against the Lord's elect, that who will be your accuser when the Lord God is your defender because your righteousness is of him. While you are doing that, you are exempting yourself from your oppression, you are showing those words to be wrong. And when it is justified, God chastises you, but nonetheless, he exempts you from the oppression of that curse. And that is why you saw the word, when the people began, when the people pleaded their case, what we saw was the word, the building and the rebuilding of the temple in Ezra continued. So there was a suspension. And that is what happens when you leave accusations in the realm of the spirit unattended to. Things are suspended. And that is why he, I said we're in response to prayer. And so if you read the book of Revelation chapter 12, the Bible makes us understand the word now is come salvation, the power of his Christ and the kingdom of our God. 
But then it says what the accuser of the brethren has been cast down. So it was your prayer. And then we saw the word. The Bible makes reference in that same Revelation chapter 12. Downward from verse 11, 12. It makes us understand the word. What made the accusation or what made the accuser of the brethren defeated was because people prayed. Was because people offered prayers. Was because people argued their case in the courts of God. And that is how you can exempt yourself. So I hope... You might understand this today and then you can exempt yourself from whatever it is, words as words, accusations that have been spoken over you that hinders the movement of your life. I hope that blessed you.